Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Hey, welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And uh, we are together, but missing John today. Yes, John couldn't make it. He's doing the, the good dad thing and buying his daughter a car. Oh, is that right? Apparently. Jeez, that's all right. And yeah. this edition we're recording is just before school time as well. Our school starts, what, a week or two after the the, uh, the U.S., I think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they're probably going right now. And then, so. uh, yeah, pretty soon. And then we go after Labor Day. And so, we're sitting in your kitchen. <laughs> so yep. if you hear a cat meowing or <laughs> the fridge humming. Yep. And uh, it's been a while. It has been yeah. a podcast, and we apologize for that. But that's the summertime. People are on vacation, and our guests that we want to get are on holidays and unavailable. And yes, you know. and it always can be a troublesome time. Yeah, but we've got some some stories and some things to tell. Just and we'll be back at it uh, hopefully. Yeah, you and John next week because I'll be off to Portugal again. Right. Yeah. Poor me. That's good, and and I saw you were looking up to see if there was any ghost hunts. There is or, a, a, a haunted walk in Lisbon. Yeah, so I might check that out. And that's close to where you'll be. Or? An hour away. Yeah, just a bus ride away. Oh, there we go. So yeah, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> Some Portuguese ghosts. Right. So, right. Uh, when you were there the last time, you said that there was a few. When I well last year, I had mm-hmm. I had one really weird thing happen to me. Right. Uh, there's near Fatima, where, if you recall, if anybody knows, that's where those three kids said they saw the the Virgin Mary up in the clouds, and it became yeah. it became like a big uh, historical site, and uh, people made the pilgrimage to Fatima, and people would walk there and barefoot, and some people would walk on their knees and and to show their faith and all sorts of stuff. But there's a cave system there called the, the Grutish. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just caves in Portuguese. Uh, and it's really cool. Like, there's a guided tour that takes you through, and and uh, it's really neat. Mm-hmm. And when I was, I don't know if I was leaving or going in, I could see something, like a humanoid-type uh, figure, mm-hmm. all in gray. Yep. And it was coming up the ramp towards yep. the tour group. And it was tall... And lean, and it, it was like taller than me. And I'm six foot seven. Right. And I, nobody else reacted to it, but I kind of looked at it and I, I didn't say anything. But I thought, you know what? This would be the place where you would have something right like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like a like what's what's that uh, that old novel where where all the creatures come out of the caves? I think it was. Uh, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> the Day of the Triffids or I don't know, oh, something like that. Yeah. But uh, it only lasted for a second. Yeah. I saw it and I looked at it and I was like, okay, that's not a figment of my imagination or mm-hmm. a trick of the light or whatever. But yeah. I told John and I told you. And yeah. I was like, oh, it was, it was weird. Because we've seen some weird things, especially John and I have seen yeah. some creepy humanoid type uh, cryptid. Yeah. Oh, bipedal yeah. things like that before. Yeah, and, so. I, and I think it it does take a. Uh, I, I'm not going to say a trained eye because it's it, it's certainly. And I certainly wasn't looking for anything. Right. Like I didn't think, oh, I'm going to go into the caves and I'm going to see anything. And it was the yeah. furthest thing from my thought, right, you know, from my mind. Yeah. Because I was on vacation. Yep. You know, and I was away from all the ghost stuff and you guys and the, and, yep. the, and the, the podcasts and and uh, when I saw it, I was like, oh. I th- that thing wanted me to see it, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe I just could see it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I kind of looked at the rest of the people with mm-hmm. us. There's maybe about a dozen of us, and nobody else. No reaction. No. So. No. I thought, oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of wanted to ask the tour guide, did anybody ever see, you know, anything yeah. about uh, ghosts or anything yeah. weird going on down here? But uh, Yeah. But uh, some places that. may not even admit that, even though no, because they're afraid and, they're losing, going to lose tourists. And when you get and when you get strong Catholic faiths like Portuguese and Spaniards, you right. know, they don't like to, you know 
that's a bit of a taboo kind of uh, topic for them, right? Yeah, yeah. So oh, they, you would have to have a really open mind to even admit to some of that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But it was cool. And uh, I'll be back there next week for seven days. And right. I'll keep an eye out. This year, going on holidays, I had no intention of doing any ghost hunting or anything like that. But mm. we just we went to Kingston, Ontario, and, uh, of course, limestone capital of the world. Yeah. Or Canada, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the limestone city, they call it. Yeah. Had no intentions of doing all these ghost tours and stuff, but it was all part of the package, and, and we did these tours. And it was absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm. But so we're going to get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to expand too much on it. But mm-hmm. here, here's some fodder to for your podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a, a funny little story. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad story, but uh, it, it was weird, mm-hmm. and I am going to share it with everybody. So my dad passed away four years ago, okay. and we had him cremated, mm-hmm. and he's been sitting on my mom's mantle ever mm-hmm. since. And my mother passed away a couple months ago, and she was cremated, as per her wishes. And she was born and raised in a little community called Point of Barrel. Okay. Uh, it means Barrel Point in French. And it's up on Georgia Bay amongst the 30,000 islands. Beautiful, beautiful place. And she wanted to be scattered, her ashes, mm-hmm. up there. So we did that this weekend. My sister's family and my family... And uh, we went out on the pontoon boat, and we had a nice picnic, and read some poems that my mom had written. And we had uh, uh, the funeral home, Mm -hmm. the memorial place, take part of my father's ashes and part of my mom's ashes and put them together. Oh, nice. So we had two containers. Mm -hmm. And it's not illegal. No. To spread ashes. A lot of people think it is. I don't know where that came from, but I yeah. made I made sure that uh, it is legal. And we were out on, on the water, on the lake, and my sister and I, we each took a container, and we, we poured them into the water. And if anyone's ever done this, uh, cremated people, it looks like sand, mm-hmm. like gray sand. Right. Like it's not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And when we poured them in, um, it sinks. I thought it was going to float. Right. But it doesn't. The remains sink. But they both formed and they both looked like human. Like it looked like two people. Is that right? In the shape of the ashes underneath the water. And they just, they just hovered there. <laughs> and my sister is not a big believer in this stuff. She knows it's real. Mm-hmm. But she you know, it's not her thing, right? Right. Yeah. She, is, she doesn't actively pursue it like I do. And we're looking at this, and it looked like two figures of cl- like clouds underneath the water. The water's crystal clear; it's beautiful up there. And then they kind of merged together, right? And it almost looked like two arms had come like extended out. Mm-hmm. And when they met, they merged together, and then they they faded they away. Faded. And it was yeah. like I said to my sister after because I didn't want to upset because everybody's yeah. now in tear, tear, sure. teary eyed and, oh, yeah. and upset. And I said to my sister afterward, I said that looked like two ghosts in the water, didn't it? She says, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. She says that. It's her mom and dad, right? Oh yeah. And I, I said that was really weird. I said it yeah. looked like two, you know, humanoid mm-hmm. figures yep. of ashes floating. Yeah, and they and they were there for like a good five minutes. Is that right? Wow! And they like the waves, the current didn't separate them. And yeah. It was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And my sister was like, Ugh. like she, you could see it yeah. unnerved her, like gave her the chills kind of thing. And uh, I don't know if anybody has had you know experienced something Stories similar, there, yeah. then uh, let us know on the Facebook page or yeah or uh, email us. And but it was really it was nice. Yeah. But it was still like, ooh. <laughs> I, you yeah. know what? It, it was a little bit morbid, but my sister was thinking, I wish we'd taken a picture. Right. And I thought, ah, uh, you know, I. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's that fine line, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, but, that's uh, your parents. Yeah, right? that's my parents in the, yeah. in the water there. Yeah. But I almost wish that I kind of had now. Yeah. But, it, you know, good taste <laughs> took over, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was really, it was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm an orphan now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little you're Orphan. Your old orphan. <laughs> Little Danny Hammond. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was weird. Like for my sister to even like, hmm. Yep. You know, but it was cool. Yeah. All and right. uh, moving on from that, John called you and I. Yeah. Just before we were to start to uh, yep. record or get set up here. And he had an interesting story. And uh, so John works in a manufacturing facility. Huge right. place. Yeah. Like tons of machinery. Uh, we won't say where or what or what he does. Right. But he's got a young fella there who's 24 years old, 25 years old. And he's been confiding in John because I guess, you know, John's easygoing. He's a friendly guy. Yeah. You know, and this, you know, this kid, you know, 25-year-old kid, I guess he's having a baby soon. He's been asking John advice and yep. things like that. And he took John off to the side uh, earlier on and said, listen, I got to tell you something. It's dying. You know, I'm dying to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you. But please, you know, he was very adamant about yeah. John not telling anybody else. And he says, I saw a ghost. I saw a lady in the facility here. And mm-hmm. John says, oh. And with, you know, the kid never gave him any details. And John uses Jedi mind tricks there. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, you saw a middle-aged lady standing between the machines numbers 14 and 15. She was wearing a red shirt. She had salt and pepper hair, glasses, and her hair was pulled back in a weird bun. <laughs> and obviously John has seen her. Right. And this poor kid, like, almost pooped his pants. <laughs> and John said he literally dropped his water bottle. <laughs> and he was like, what the f***, uh, f-? you know? And, oh, he says, yeah. and he says, that's paranormal. And John said, yeah. He says, I see things in here all the time. Yeah. And he's, and John says, have you ever seen the man that walks by the loading docks? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And he said, the kid went quiet. <laughs> and he didn't say a word. And he looked like he'd seen a ghost, right? Yeah. So I guess John figures this kid is sensitive. And he mm-hmm. can see things. And uh, I guess he's glad that he confided with the one guy in the building that would, you know, understand what he's going through or what he's seeing. Right. But uh, you wouldn't think that uh, a manufacturing plant would have a lot of no. spirit activity. But John said, you know what? There's a lot of machinery, a lot of electrical powered yeah. units. And what better place for spirits to go? Yeah, to feed off the energy. That's true, right? Just right. like power lines and uh, nuclear power plants and and things yep. like that, right? Oh yeah. So and just batteries in general. Like yep. we've all had our batteries drained. Oh yeah. You know, on investigations, and we've watched our phones die and our flashlights die and things like that. Yeah. So and uh, John's told me he's seen quite a few uh, spirits where, yeah. where he works. Yeah, and you wonder whether it's the land that they're on, or it's, or just or like what just, you said, they're yep. coming to recharge, and then they yeah, and then they go, they go wherever. Yeah. So, yeah. but this poor kid is going to be <laughs> afraid to go to work now. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I'm almost convinced too. You know, in in this little town here, that the ghosts, like we we see the little boy at the theater. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm convinced that he runs a town. He doesn't just stay at the theater. Oh, no, they can go anywhere they want. Right? Yeah, yeah. Wherever they're familiar with, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And uh, is, there, is there a water source or anything? Uh, we by? have a river that runs through. Um, and that's where you think he, he, he I, died, right? Yeah, I'm trying to find out a little bit more about uh, some of the drownings, but there was a conservation area right? that... Uh, uh, that existed. People went swimming there all the time, and and then I think it was in the seventies that uh, two boys had died oh. uh, sneaking in at night, and you know, so and they passed away, and then they decided that's it, and they filled it in. Oh, really? Yeah. So it right now it's just kind of open land there. Okay. Um, but uh, I'd truly like to do an investigation there, but I believe there was. Previous to that, some drownings as well, mm. which I believe might be. Maybe we'll wait to, to the them. fall when the mosquitoes are done. Yeah, so exactly. Get carried away. Yeah, but so. it's it's an interesting area because there's a there would have been that conservation area, and then there would have been uh, a bush, but in behind the bush is the the big cemetery. Mm. So 
So they're close. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They're all nice walking path through the bush too, or like around that area that leads right into the, uh, the, the cemetery. So, hmm. so yeah, an interesting area. So it's something that in time I'd like to take a look at. Well, it's not far. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all. So, yeah. I just saw you looking around. Did you, did you see something? No, no. <laughs> okay. No. I'm sure you've got something in your home here, but uh, yeah, because it is an older home. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an old town, right? And by the way, if you've been following us, and I was mentioning on previous podcasts that I, I got this ghost cat. I kept hearing this <laughs> this meowing, and uh, but my cat would never react to it. But everybody heard it in the house, and it's like we couldn't figure it out. Well, the other day. About a couple of weeks ago, actually, I'm in the kitchen here and uh, I was making myself a sandwich or something and pouring myself a drink. The dishwasher was going and <laughs> I figured out that, and you might even hear it. I've heard it a couple of times. The dishwasher's out right now. The dishwasher's meowing. It's yeah. And I guess in its one cycle, it makes this round and makes this noise that kind of goes, you know, makes a meow sort of sound. <laughs> and the only the reason, haunted dishwasher. Yeah. The only reason that I, I realized that it was the dishwasher was that I started to almost time it in my head of, of when the meows would come, and it was too much on a cycle. And I was like, it's got to be something in this kitchen. Sure enough, the dishwasher. Ghost cat debunked. Yes. No. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, the house is uh, 1840s that it was was built. Wow. Uh, this front part of the house right. here. And uh, as I mentioned, we did find the gravestones in the in, <laughs> in your the basement. dirt basement below us here. Uh, just one gravestone, mind you, but never no bodies, really. No bodies, though. No, you, you, you didn't dig never deep really, enough. Yeah, dug any more after that. So <laughs> <laughs> it was oh. enough to get at the time. The, the furnace was in there. So what'd you do with the gravestone? Just still, still downstairs. It's yeah, downstairs in our other part of the basement, oh, the newer okay. part of the house. Oh, but, okay, yeah. There's still one piece missing, though. It must be down down here. So. Start digging. Yeah. <laughs> Might yeah. be able to make out the whole wording and everything. Yeah, put on it together it. and uh, yeah, make a rubbing of it or something. Yeah. All right. It's a good idea. Yeah. But Look up the person. You never know. Uh, I've tried that. and nothing, nothing in the archives? No. I'm really having trouble finding the no. person that was listed on it. So. Oh, okay. But I know the only thing I can tell you is that it used to be down a couple blocks here used to be the cemetery. And then when they moved it to the new one, uh, people were invited to come and get the old stones and they could either be transferred over to the new one. Did they move the bodies? I don't know. I <laughs> That's not like know. the movie Poltergeist. So they, <laughs> yeah. they just moved the headstones and not the bodies. Yeah, exactly. And that, that I don't know. You're but not digging any swimming pools no. <laughs> in the near future? But that was the thing that they could... Uh, if they wanted to, it could be moved. And at the new cemetery, they have all these old stones all in one sort of plaque type of thing all right. the way yes. across. Right, right. And you see lots of those in the yeah. communities out here. Yeah, so you can uh, you could have moved it or you could have taken it with you. Um, but we're having trouble distinguishing. We know who built this house, and we're having trouble saying, well, if he built the house, is that related to him? But it, they don't seem to be related at all. Mm. The last names don't make any sense. Or well, maybe one day it'll yeah become apparent. Right? Yeah, exactly. But cool. I never really had any bad experiences here. Or, you know, you know. And John connected with an old man, yeah, an older man that said that he used to live here. Yeah, and he liked what you've done with the place. Right. Or yeah, that it was taking care of the place. Yeah, yeah, taking care of his home, I guess. Yeah. So did John get a name? Really? I don't think so, no. no? Okay. It'd be interesting to see whether he gets the same name. We have a plaque in front of the house. Cause Harrison did a on their 150th or something, uh, did all the old houses and put plaques on them for the original owners and who built them. Hmm. So it'd be interesting to see if he comes up with that. Hmm. But, yeah. So, back to Kingston. Yes. So, if anybody that doesn't know, Kingston, Ontario is maybe, what, 100,000 people, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful old city. Yeah. A lot of history. Um, it's on the shores of Lake Ontario. It's about halfway between Toronto and Ottawa. Yeah. It's pretty much where uh, 
Lake Ontario meets uh, St. Lawrence River. That's right. And right, right across the side, uh, the other side is New York State. Right. And Kingston is known as the Limestone City. That's its uh, official nickname. Right. And Ghost Hunters, the TV show, The Taps Guys, mm-hmm. they did an episode at Fort Henry wow. in Kingston. Yeah. And uh, there's your dishwasher. There's your dishwasher going. <laughs> and they had a lot of really good activity. And I'm sure you could probably find it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see if I can search up the link and I'll put it on the Facebook page. Sure. But they had poltergeist activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got psychically attacked, like the whole group, in, right. in an area where they displayed uh, the old uniforms of the soldiers wore and they had like buttons and badges and, yeah. and all sorts of stuff. And they had to leave because they were all feeling uh, the effects wow. of this. And I'm sure they had, I mean, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen the episode. But it is pretty cool to watch, especially mm-hmm. with the uh, the poltergeist activity. I think they're in the old barracks, right? Uh, like it's a really old fort, like back in the. Oh, it is. They call it a star fort, I think. Star fort. It's one of the only uh, kind of forts that. Uh, okay. I think there's only a few. Stars and we're going back fort. to like, like 1800s, like yeah, like the turn of that century. Yeah. Um, so the, the original one, I think, was was burnt down or something, but it was wood. And then they right. built up with limestone. Right. limestone. Yeah. Um, but they were in the, uh, I think, one of the soldiers' quarters. And a big, thick, heavy wooden door shut on its own. Hmm. And they tried to debunk it, you know, bouncing around. I mean, it's limestone. You can't yep. make, make it shake or vibrate. No. And they opened the door and said, can you do that again? And the door shut on its own. Wow. So, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like on command, right? Yep. So there's a lot of activity there. And I know a lot of people, visitors have said, oh, who's who's the guy in the soldier's outfit? And, right. You know, and there's nobody there kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, if you ever get a chance to go to Kingston, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful city. It is, yeah. And uh, tons and tons of haunted locations. Right. And Danny, you were there? I yeah, and you're going to tell us all about it. Well, took took the family there, and you know, we we hadn't done a podcast for a while, and so you know, you kind of go dry. You're not worrying about any ghosts. You're not even yeah. thinking. You're not thinking you know? about the paranormal, right? So, but this was just going to be a a trip, get away from work for a week, and you know, so not really thinking of of even the paranormal side, but finding out like the history of of Kingston. And the stories, and they they dwell on the on this the ghost stories and the sad stories of of how bad Kingston really was <laughs> when when well, it we're was, talking like two hundred years ago too. Right? Yeah, and uh, I I found the total stories uh, and history just fascinating. But even from the point where uh, the hospitals were one of the earliest hospitals and, and training facilities for doctors. And they used to, one of the stories was they, they had to train these doctors uh, how to do autopsies. And each student was in charge of getting their own cadaver. <laughs> so the only options were to either kill somebody or to go, dig up a body. Dig up a fresh one. So, of course, they were uh, you know going to the... Uh, cemeteries and digging up bodies right. and doing whatever they could just to get these these bodies. If they wanted to pass the course, they needed a cadaver, right? Uh, so that was kind of a unique story that kind of got it going. But that's the Queen's University, and again, a very old university. Mm, one some, of the oldest in Canada. Yeah. Uh, beautiful buildings. Everything is limestone. It's limestone capital. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Queen's University has so many hauntings and ghost stories mm-hmm. that it could have its own ghost walk. Yes. Yeah. And that's so, what I heard here too. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of libraries there that they say are very haunted. Oh, really? Yeah. So hmm. at, at Queen's University. So, uh, but absolutely, I think on a tourism standpoint, they'll tell you these stories and they're proud of them, you know, like, a, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Why, why try and, you know, right. But rather, it, right? Yeah, but rather than hide it and, and have people going, Oh, I'm not going there. I mean, yeah. there's probably really haunted in spots and, you know, but it works for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, tourists come all over, not just not just to see ghosts or look no. for all that, uh, but it's a beautiful city. It's almost like this was what happened in the past. We've got all sorts of stories to tell and look at us now. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a beautiful harbor. We've got, you know, it's just a, a great place to vacation. But uh, ended up and I'm going to hopefully get uh, a girl on named Victoria who was on the the haunted ghost trolley, the ghost trolley, I guess they call it. She's one of the tour guides? Yes. And uh, she was a student at Queens as well. And she not only told the stories that the trolley people tell, but also had a few of her own that she mixed in there. And she was a really good speaker. And I'm hoping to have her on the program. She was uh, going to check a few things out. and, and Make sure she didn't upset the boss, right? It, yeah, exactly. But uh, some of those... Uh, stories. I mean, we went now, besides that ghost trolley tour, we went on a ghost walk as well. It was all part of this K-Pass sort of mm. thing that they have in Kingston. And so many of the stories were told on the ghost walk. And then when you're on the ghost trolley, you get a little more information and then you're stopping at all these locations as well. You know, so um, you really... What I mean, were some of the locations that you went to? Well, and to tell you now, besides the ghost walk and ghost trolley, I mean, we went and did a tour of the Kingston Penitentiary, which is now closed. Yeah, and that's the oldest, I think, is the first Canada's first penitentiary. Right. I think. Yeah. And it's housed some very. It was maximum security. Infamous uh, bad guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some names you'd recognize. Yes, <laughs> some names you'd recognize. And yeah. I've been there several times. Right. When I was, you know, back when I used to be a, a correctional officer and I used to take inmates down there for their, start serving their federal time. Mm-hmm. And it it looks like a haunted castle from the outside. Yes. And yeah. it's right on the, it's all made of limestone. Right. And, <laughs> and made by the prisoners. Yeah. It always, and, it's, and it's right on the shores of Lake Ontario. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely, huge. it's huge and very archaic looking, mm-hmm. but the the uh, the architecture's gorgeous. Oh yes, yeah. and uh, must be full of ghosts. I, I would because I can imagine there have been a lot of guys have died in there over the years, either murdered or yep. suicide or oh yeah, you know, that yeah. type of thing. But yeah, the the big the limestone walls, uh, you know, they keep <laughs> they keep the stories. I think. Oh yeah. Right? Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it's been closed now for a couple years. Yeah. A few years. Yeah. Uh, under 10 years, I would think, but maybe less than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so now it's just, it's open to the public. They have a lot of, uh, guards in there, retired guards that uh, are there to tell you the stories of what happened. And and the, the big one was a center block, uh, had a big riot in 1971. Yep. And um, they just literally destroyed the center block. <laughs> destroyed uh, a lot of inmates. Too. It, yeah. And there was some deaths. And so, I mean, there there is some really heavy-duty stories. But I was surprised. I didn't feel horribly in there. Like, you know, sometimes when you walk into a place, you just get this negative feeling. And it's like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Never felt that. I felt a heaviness more at the center block, maybe because of those stories that you hear. Maybe. But the place that I actually did feel sort of uh, where your hair starts standing up on end is when we were touring some of the blocks, uh, it was more in the hallways than it was in the actual cell block areas, right? Hmm. So the areas that you'd walk down, or uh, they did take us back behind one of the cell blocks, and which was a very narrow hallway, and said that oftentimes... Uh, Prisoners were transferred through there to get them to um, the the center area where they could be outside. Right. right. So um, that had a very weird feel to to it. So mm. um, whether love to be able to do an investigation. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know whether they allow them or not. But well, yeah, it's it's a city that thrives on its haunted lore. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine. Right. You know. Why they wouldn't allow it. Yep. Very but, true. Uh, just before I forget, I've been talking to uh, a group of correctional officers mm-hmm. and they're paranormal investigators from Kingston. 
Mm-hmm. I think there's four of them, three federal guys and one provincial. And uh, they're called, their group is called COPS, C-O-P-S, mm-hmm. uh, Correctional Officers Paranormal Society. Right. And they want to come on the podcast oh, nice. uh, in September. So maybe they've, and, they, and these guys, they go all over the place. Like right. they go down to the States to these abandoned prisons. They go to England. Mm-hmm. So this is like a real uh, yeah. passion for them. Yeah, and, and maybe maybe they've done an investigation. Yeah, there. so uh, we'll definitely get them on and mm-hmm. and see, uh, you know, yeah. see what they've got to say. I'm sure yeah. they've got some pretty cool stories. Oh yeah, yeah. So the um, guards at the pen, of course, would would tell their stories. Um, which you didn't were... ask them about any ghosts, though. Eh? <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know whether it could go should go there or not. You know, but uh, but it was uh, it was all right. And across the street, they have. Um, whether it was a warden's house at one time, but now it's like the penitentiary um, of all the penitentiaries. They they have a museum, penitentiary right. museum. I think I think that's the old women's prison. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, which is literally which across is, the street. Yeah, it's just in behind that old. And house. I have heard stories where they can hear a woman crying. Yeah. Uh, coming through the vents or out oh. of the vents. And yeah. They, you know, the, the security guard. Because it's a museum now, right? The commissioner or whoever will go and check, and there's yeah. nobody there. Nobody, but yeah. can, they can hear the, uh, yeah, you know, the, the wailing of uh, yeah. poor lady who might have been incarcerated, you know, yeah, many moons ago. Well, what was fascinating about that museum is all the stuff that prisoners had made, like knives oh, yeah. or just you're pre- anything. You're preaching everything. to the choir, buddy. yeah. <laughs> I've t- I've taken some of those things off of those guys. It's amazing what the some oh, of the handiwork oh, these yeah. guys do. Can't tie their shoelaces, but they can create yeah. a weapon of mass destruction <laughs> out of a paper plate. Oh yeah. So so that was interesting. And the women's prison in behind it, but it's not in use anymore. And no, it hasn't been for years and yeah, years and years. It was uh, apparently Queen's University has purchased it now. So oh. what they're going to do with it, I don't know. Um, but there was that. We also did. On the uh, ghost tour, we did a stop at an asylum. The Rockwood Rockwood Asylum. asylum. That it's was for the criminally insane. Criminally insane, yeah. Mm. So there was some wicked stories uh, coming out of that, uh, even the way they were treated. Um, they'd do tests on their brains, drill oh, into their uh, heads. Lobotomies. Uh, and oh, yeah. Anything that they electroshock therapy, especially in the early days, you know, it's like, well, we'll try this, you know, like <laughs> we need a volunteer, yeah, and you know, just try little, well, not little things. I mean, you know, but to actually take a drill or something, and oh, no. it wouldn't be a power drill; it'd be like a oh, man, <laughs> hand grip. drill, yeah, bite down on this, yeah, Jeez. and then it'd be like, there, that should solve your problem. Yeah, you know, you, you'll oh, never be a criminal again. You're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll be a vegetable, right. Be as dangerous uh, as a turnip. Yeah, but it was. Uh, it was. Uh, we couldn't go inside there. Everything's kind of fenced off. But it's it's beautifully landscaped, and they keep good care of the landscaping there. I guess for tour buses to come in, etc. But what the scariest part was when we were there, we got off the bus and we were kind of looking, and and our tour guide Victoria had said, "Take lots of pictures. You never know what you see in the windows, mm. or you know." And there was actually things in the windows that people had put there or, oh. you know. Do you go at night? But, um, was the tour at no, night? it was, it was just about dusk, I think. Oh, okay. We were there, but it, it was interesting. And there was, uh, one section where there was a stairwell that went all the way up to the top floors. The stairwell, uh, had windows and there was little crosses on certain floors. Oh, really? And she said, those crosses are marked for where people had jumped, right? Oh. Yeah. And then the, there, where we were parked, there was an old fountain. Well, how many crosses up. were there? There was only the two there okay. that, that I'd seen anyway. Um, and then there was a little pool in behind where we were walking. I don't think it was a pool. It would have been just a fountain or something, but it was all torn up and and it's never been fixed or, or replaced. Like a swimming pool or something. Yeah. Uh, I would think it was more of a fountain or something okay. that was in there at the time. But apparently one of the uh, criminally insane young people, like a boy, <laughs> because they used to put kids in there as well, oh, like wow. bad kids, is, is what the story is anyway, but had drowned in that in that fountain. 
And so they broke it up and they never, ever. I mean, just stand it. up. <laughs> well, I know. Or maybe <laughs> someone helped. Thing? Yeah. Maybe somebody helped them. Uh, yeah. I, I'm around, thinking. Right? And then there's also, uh, it was funny because there was a stairway that was going up to nowhere, just into a field. So I would take it there used to be a house in there or something at the time or another building. But uh, Victoria, our guide, had said when they were there on one of our tours, there was a psychic that was there and she said she was getting feelings around that pool and everything. And then she told everybody, do not go up that stairway. Right. Something bad up yeah, there. Yeah. It's very negative there. Do not go up there. So Jake and I are like, let's go. <laughs> so you went up there? Well, you know what? We went close over to the thing. Now there is a grave, a gravestone at the bottom of a tree and the tree is totally dead. Like there's, it just looks like a stick sticking up. Like it's, it's right. no leaves, no nothing, but this little gravestone at the bottom of it. And apparently it's like a, a baby's gravestone. Well, no. what, what the baby is doing there or the baby was born, still born or something. I don't right, know, right. but it was old. It was, you know, and then the stairway going up and I went over near the stairway and that was when I felt the hair on oh, my arms kind of go up. And that's Jake, where she said not to go. Yeah. And I didn't go up the stairs. I said, no, it's telling us no, right? And Jake was feeling the same thing. Oh, He's really? like, uh, yeah, I don't think we'll even try that. Mm. So that was kind of cool, uh, you know. Especially, got, especially when your son felt the same thing. Too, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah. So we uh, boarded back on the bus then and... Uh, but we went to John A. MacDonald, who was our very first prime minister. Yep. Uh, his gravestone is there. And the one interesting story, and I actually should let Victoria tell these stories because she's... Yeah, especially you know, if we get her on. Yeah. But I, I found one story really fascinating. We went into the grave graveyard where John A. MacDonald was born. And she's telling us a story that as we're driving in, she said, you see the house to the, the right over here? She said... Uh, every time the buses would pull in and pull out, there used to be a, a gentleman who would sit on that porch and he would wave to everybody, right? Like a real gentleman? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she said about, I think it was seven years ago or something, the gentleman had died. They, had heard, they hadn't seen him anymore and he had died. And she said, so, you know, they were all kind of sad about that, but they always said, just wave to, you know. Wave to the porch. When, wave to the porch when you go by it. They would tell the story of this guy waving, right? And she said, so then we're on this tour and, and we're, we're actually pulling out. And <laughs> she says the, uh, this little kid was on there and she was about six years old, seven years old. And she's like, Mommy, who's that guy sitting on the porch over there, right? Oh. <laughs> and she says, I, she goes out and was jammed on the brakes and just went, oh, my God. Right? So the tour guide hurt. <laughs> yes. And she's like, oh, man. Yeah. That's and, pretty cool. Yeah. So she says, nobody else can see it, but that little girl could definitely see. Kids see a lot and of pointed out that right, the right porch and everything. Right? Wow. So, who's that man waving? Yeah. She said, so we, we still always make a... <laughs> that gives me the uh, hippies. Yeah. You know. still, they still make us all wave, you know, uh, when we're mm. on our way out, just in case, you mm. know, that he's there. So, so some... Did you take a picture yeah. of the porch? I don't know whether I have, but yeah. I think... Maybe John and I could pick up on who, yeah. who he is or... Oh, that would be cool. His name or whatever. Yeah. Because this is my first time hearing the story. So it'd be cool if John and I were able to pick up on something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you have to. I'm not even sure the name of the cemetery, but uh, John A. Macdonald is buried there. Uh, even one of the other prime ministers, or, or but they say John A. Macdonald's body when it was buried, it was almost crypted underground. Like they they had the coffin, but they also put steel or, or steel or something around it. So nobody would steal him. Yes. <laughs> Basically, that was it. They didn't want Queen's University to come and steal the body, right? So, but and that's why they say that the grass doesn't grow properly over that one area in oh. John A. McDonald because actually, I think I've seen a picture of that. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be pretty neat, though. Yeah. Mm. And uh, another grave that's right beside it uh, is also one of the the higher ups in uh, in Kingston. He used to have a brewery that he had. 
and uh, Morton, I think his name is. I, I could be wrong on that, but um, it's all in that that area where John A is is hmm. buried. So very pretty. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, very pretty though. Uh, very pretty area. Like, You've got some activity in your home here. Yeah, it's really someone amazing. just clinked something over there. It's yeah. not the dishwasher. It came from over here. No, dishwasher's done. So. Can you make that sound again? All you need is a ghost in your house now, right? Oh yeah, exactly. Your poor wife will have well, a connection. I, my wife always said, "Don't bring anything home." Right? It's no, like you even might when we're doing here already. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I found Kingston fascinating with the stories. So I mean, there was that. There was uh, stories on fires, like before the limestone buildings, lots of fires. We took a tour of a Catholic church, uh, and the and the tour guide he says, uh, "Not many people might want to do this, but you're welcome to come downstairs." He says, "There's crypts down there, right?" And I'm like, "Oh, wow, let's go, right?" Uh, well, you showed me the pictures earlier. It's, yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty yeah. ghoulish, archaic. Oh, and, and the church is so old and uh, has many stories to it as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, some ghost stories, though. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of uh, tales of you know misery and yeah, exactly. and uh, things yeah. like that. But we need, we need yeah. the, uh, the afterlife, <laughs> yeah. right? Like yeah. the old man on the porch. We need more stories like that. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. And I'm hoping Victoria will come on and she'll tell a lot of the, the ghost stories. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what? And because we haven't done a podcast in a while, mm -hmm. we haven't done any investigations in quite a while either. Right. We, we don't. We don't really have anything new to talk about. Right. Um, no new stories. No. Because no. uh, no. it's summertime too, and. Yeah, well, yeah we took, you kind of get out of it. Fall and, and, yeah, yeah. I did experience, and I, I mentioned this to you just before our pod, but a deja vu thing. Which yeah, you had a strong, a really strong deja vu. Yeah, and I've never been to Kingston before in my life, and Cre yet creeping your family out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm walking through uh, this tunnel between two buildings, and this is on a tour, though. Yes, right. And we walk through this tunnel, and it's right downtown in the hub and there's uh, restaurants all around which of course all have patios and that yeah. and, and some of them have their patios on the street and then some of them are in behind mm -hmm. right But so we go in between this building uh, two buildings and it's like an archway and you walk back and as we're getting close to the end of the archway I, I see this guy sitting at this table and something starts to click in my mind as I round the corner and I see this ramp going down and also this patio to the, uh, to the left of me. And I was like, I did, I stopped. Right. And my son kind of almost bangs into me. Right. He's like, what's going on? Right. And I said, I've been here before. Right. And he, he just laughs at me and he goes, what do you mean you've been here before? And I said, we're going to go down that ramp. I says, you come out the other side. And I said, there's going to be a whole bunch of buildings back there that have patios for drinking beer or, you know, and I said, there's going to be people there. And sure enough, as we go down there, we can go down you the ramp. to do a T. Yeah. And then I said, and there's another way out. There's another tunnel that leads out. And absolutely. Now, was. could that be uh, a deja vu? Or do you think something was projecting? Like, could a spirit be projecting yeah. what's ahead to you? Right. Right. Because don't you have a story about... Uh, Something with a Ouija board or something? Yeah, there was a, a story in there. And, in that same area, right? Yeah, and I, and I wish I could remember all the, the proper names for it. But um, there was a lawyer's office and a dentist office uh, that were in this these old buildings, limestone buildings, of course. And when they had moved in there, things started happening. Books would fall off the shelf and all this. And, and these people, and this was fairly early in the 1900s, I think. But the story was that these guys decided to do some investigating. And the only way that they could think of communicating with this back, back spirit then, yeah, was, Ouija board, was so. a Ouija board, yeah. yeah, spirit board or whatever they called it back then. And they did and uh, found out this lady's name and that they, there was an answer that they needed to find in a book on one of the islands 
uh, outside of Kingston there. Mm, there's a thousand of them. Yeah. But the book is in Latin. Right. <laughs> These guys. So the Ouija board said. Yeah. There's all a, this. There's right? a book. In yeah. Latin on <laughs> one of the islands and you have to find it. Yeah. As I said earlier, it must have taken them a long time to get that whole message. <laughs> no but, kidding. Yeah. So these guys end up going to the island, finding this book. Like there's a old guy. I believe they said it was a guy. And he, he had all these books and he said, well, the only Latin book is this one that I have. And they, they took it and there was some sort of description of this lady losing her baby or all this kind of stuff that was inside and that they figured that it was the story of her. Mm. They decided to move out at that point and the next people came in and they were having the same trouble. What did they do? They went to the spirit board again and it gave the same, and it gave the same sort of hmm. description. So again, that's a ghost walk tour story. Right. So whether it's, it's snowballed true, but, over the years. Or, oh yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, sure it has. Cause uh, you know, any experience with spirit boards, it sure takes a long time to get the messages across. No okay. right? And we stress not to play with them, but yeah. <laughs> don't mess with the Ouija boards. Yeah. But that was a, just a, a weird thing for me, uh, the whole, like, I've been here before, and I'm thinking, was it a dream? Or But I knew exactly, and I felt comfortable. I felt, you know, like... Well, you are opening up a little bit more, too, yeah. right? As we've been doing this yeah. and the investigations. Yeah. So maybe it was something mm -hmm. paranormal, you know, projecting it to you, or, yeah. or, you know what, maybe in a past life or something, if you believe in that sort of thing, you were in Kingston. Yeah, that's, that's what you know. You finally made it back. Yep, and you walked the same walked tunnels, the same route. Yep. walked the same route, and you went, "Hey, this is weird." Yeah, right. And the fact that you described it is, yeah. is even better. Yeah, I mean, we all have deja vu's, right? But you know, apart from just saying, "Oh, this seems very familiar," or whatever. Mm. Yeah, like actually saying, "Oh, around this corner and down the ramp and around the bend there, you're going to see this, this, and that." Yeah, so. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, it was uh, it was it was something else. It was a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yep, yeah, highly highly suggest Kingston. There's a, a lot more stories to that as well. Uh, but like I said, we're hoping to have well, those investigators on. Yep, fill us in. Yeah, um, gonna get those guys on for sure. Yeah, and um, there's two bed and breakfasts side by side, pretty much. A haunted bed and breakfast? Yes, that uh, there's some good stories uh, out of there of, of a lady that was going through a person's wallet, a la another lady's wallet, and she called down the front desk, you know, what's going on type of thing. And it's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll move your rooms. Like, they accept the fact that it's... Oh, a ghost was going through Yes. Room. Oh, okay. Yes. And, yeah. Huh. So... Uh, yep, plenty of stories like that. And even the one house, it does say on, like when you're booking it and all that, that if you have paranormal activity, we will move you to another room. Oh, you know? wow. But yeah, so. Very cool. Yeah. The courthouse and that, in the parking lot in behind, they did a lot of hangings back there. Yep. They say there's still bodies underneath, like that. Are underneath the, the paving. Wow. Uh, right now it's a parking lot, right? <laughs> but they said they do that a lot. Like, uh, there's a. Oh. I can only imagine how many unclaimed or mm -hmm. unidentified bodies are buried in yeah. any city. Yeah. Right? Oh, exactly. Like, you look at it like. Yeah. You in London there's, and Glasgow and Edinburgh and, yeah. like, you know, Seattle yeah. and, and yeah. New Orleans. And, yeah. Well, there's you know. one park there that they uh, nicknamed Skeleton Park. Oh, geez. Because of the fact that um, yeah. there has been so much activity there. And then when they did do any digging, they found bodies underneath. Wow. And, like, dogs have dug up bones of humans and they're thinking because dogs don't dig down that deep right oh they only go down like eight inches so when they investigated when this guy said my dog came home with this right yeah. and they investigated yeah. and they started to dig down there were bodies on top these on bodies the dog came I'm home with a, with a femur <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they call that skeleton park today and it's a nice park 
but mm. that they say there's lots of activity there. Don't let your kid that. play in the sandbox. <laughs> skeleton park. Yeah, skeleton park. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I highly suggest that, and we'll get some guests on from the Kingston area. We will. They, they can we've, dwell we've, on the names We've and got everything. a lot of uh, guests in the works. We just, uh, September, mm. first of September, we'll, we'll get back on track here. Yep. And we'll get some interesting people on and... Yep. We'll be going to some interesting locations and doing podcasts from there, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So, because we have been invited to uh, Pioneer Black Creek Village. That'll be great. In at North, North, been there end, once. north End of Toronto. And apparently, yeah. crazy hauntings there, like poltergeist yeah. activity and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. They're eager to have us down. Yeah. And uh, we've got some other stuff in the works. Yeah, so. I've, got a, I've got a friend that's uh, making a movie on, on Ghost Hunters. That's right. Independent film, you go to London, Ontario, and we'll bring him on and talk to him. That'll be great. Cool. And we'll have John with us next time. Right. And you guys will hopefully be Hopefully John and I can do one next week. And <laughs> yes, hopefully. Yeah. We're talking about his haunted workplace. It, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's really cool that he sees that. I have actually, at my work, you've been there a couple of times oh, as yeah. well and talked about activity and and myself opening up to more and more and about two weeks before I left for for Kingston I had a week of activity that I was seeing things in the, in the hallway in the hallway yeah. out of the corner of my eye uh in the studio out the back there yeah 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 and you got a lot of there's a lot of activity in that yeah hallway. I was just like wow I'm, I'm really seeing this stuff right next week it was quiet you know mm. but that particular week for some reason was... you know, it's like that for me sometimes yeah sometimes like i go for weeks with nothing right and then i'll go into a, a somebody else's home or an old building or whatever and mm -hmm. i'll see stuff all over the place and i'm like well yeah you know did i turn it up on my own or did i turn it off before and yeah so who knows all right thanks dan thank you and uh have a nice trip and we'll see you next time on the podcast. We will. You will. <laughs> Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.